And now, it's the Pixel and Roll Show with Adam McGinnis. Welcome to a special draft edition of the Pixel and Roll Show. We discuss the Washington Wizards actually have draft picks. <laughs> Hello everyone, this is Adam McGinnis. I can't even do my intro because I'm so laughing because we do not have draft picks. It is June 20th, 2018. Hello everyone, let's talk some Wizards draft with me. Another Adam, because, you know, it's the best name ever. You know, son of man. Uh, sorry, Eve. With me today, Mr. Adam Camaro, uh, a draft expert, but knows his stuff about all these players. And tomorrow evening, the Wizards have the 15th pick in the first round of the NBA draft. So I want to drill down with him when you listen to this in the morning to discuss the potential players that the Washington Wizards can maybe pick unless they trade the picks and then I'll just drink a bunch of whiskey. Adam, what is up, bro? How are you? What is going on, other Adam? I appreciate you having me. And uh, I guess this will be the first pick the Wizards make since uh, you're an Iowa guy, um, Aaron White. So uh, he'll finally have some draft pick company. It's been that long since 2015, so I'm ready to get this going. I'm excited. Let's discuss who will be available for the Washington Wizards at 15. I'm going to start popping off some names of potential people around, and I want you to talk about each player, and I'll interject First up, uh, the Wizards have worked out him twice, is Robert Williams, a sophomore for Texas A&M. Talk about him and who he is, what type of player he is uh, for the people, man. Yeah, I mean, Robert Williams, I actually tweeted today, it almost seems inevitable um, or close to it that he's going to end up with the Wizards. Um, because it fits exactly, I mean, John Wall, he even commented earlier in the offseason that the Wizards have to get younger in the front court and the, obviously John Wall he's going to really set the tone for what the Wizards are going to do it's not like some may argue what LeBron says the Cavs had to do but I would say Wall is influential as the leader of the team so that is almost I would say assumed but I still think it's worth uh, discussing all the options. So um, there are four players that most have mocked around 15 to the Wizards. But starting with Robert Williams, I think the fear, I will say, first of all, Could you, is, can you discuss his measurables and what type of player is for the people? Yeah, I mean, he's uh, – I mean, I don't have the exact measurable. He's 6'9", I know. Like 3'4", 3'4", kind of guy, right? Yeah, I mean, basically, Texas A&M had him playing the four lot, which was out of position last year, which is why it's been tougher to evaluate him than some bigs. Um, because of him playing the four, he was pulled away from the basket a little more, and it's just hard to know. He's 6'9", 237. Um, it's, it's hard to know exactly how much he'll be able to be a defensive uh, stopper and rim protector. His blocks were huge. He's an incredible athlete. So I think he considers himself or not. I think he has said that that's what he's most proud of. He considers himself a, a rim protector, a defensive stopper. He was even able to guard Theo Pinson out uh, on the perimeter when Texas A&M played UNC in the NCAA tournament. So he's versatile. He has every athletic trait you would look for in a big man, at least on defense. I mean, his his blocks were, were huge, especially, as I was saying, considering he didn't play next to the rim um, all the time or as much as he should. There's a lot to like in terms of the potential of Robert Williams on defense. Offense is a little bit of a work in progress. When you, when you think about, oh, athlete, defensive potential, and I will get into his – he has some awareness issues, some motor issues. The first name that comes to mind when I don't want to immediately say, 
oh, don't be scared because it's going to turn out like this. But JaVale McGee, it's kind of a similar sort of mindset and athletic ability Sh- for JaVale Shit, bro. McGee. Adam, ne- I'm sorry, two-time NBA champion JaVale McGee. Everyone's going to not listen anymore, but you know, keep going. Hey, swaggy, swaggy JaVale over in Golden State. You got, you got the best of both worlds there oh, um, with uh, Nick Young and JaVale McGee. Good for him. But, I mean, he was better off, as some bigs are right now, just kind of playing for a certain length of minutes at a time and taking him off, uh, being more of a role player. If you're looking for Robert Williams to become an absolute play 35-plus minutes a game, I think right away – that might be a little much. And with the Wizards, you would just hope they can develop a guy like this because he does have well, insane let, 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 let me interrupt you quick. Why would you think the Wizards would have him come back for a second uh, workout privately? You know, like what what do they see in that, you think? In the workouts, you have like four or five, six dudes, and they're like, they literally worked him out privately recently. Because probably, at least in my opinion, I don't know exactly what went on. Just athleticism in the front court, they like impressed by that? No, I I was thinking more of why would they have him in twice? Because, I mean, you can see how athletic he is. Like, that doesn't take um, an expert to watch him on tape and just see his dunks and, like, oh my God, this guy could be just insane. But, and I think it's automatically, there's so many, or there's so few bigs these days, um, that really are that athletic. Or, or, or with, can, can, can he do the pick and roll? Can he, you know, dive to the rim on the lobs of John Wall, right? Can, yeah, I mean, I'm getting yeah, into right? all that. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he can absolutely, I mean, that's what he's going, his specialty. John Wall wanted that. He asked for it. In terms of the pick and roll, he can absolutely do that. He can just jump over guys and dunk. So, of course, that's going to get, as I was beginning to say, the Clint Capella comparisons. Yep. Because once it gets above Clint Capella, you're talking like superstars like Anthony Davis. Yeah. So there's a there's a wide barrier between those sort of ranges. And he has shut down the Clint Capella comparisons. I don't think there's much similarity either. I think it's just these days with the modern NBA well, game. Well, I, mean, well, I mean, it took years for Clint Capella. But we have to, we have to give – like a, a comparison, but you know, it, it took a while for Cabela to be Cabela, right? You know, <laughs> you're absolutely right. It took him developing in the G League. He yeah. does have an assistant coach whose name escapes me, who worked with him uh, tirelessly to develop his game. And yeah, Robert Williams will take some seasoning. So hopefully, it, he would be able to come right in and contribute at least on the defensive end. Um, and w- when you think about the Wizards, I, I mean, that's huge in-, in terms of at the end of games, they got tired at both in the offensive and defensive end because they just didn't have um, consistency. I mean, the starters would go out and then the bench was just such a drop off that y- it basically coincided with how they did letting up huge leads during the game and then crunch time stats. So if you can have Ian Mahimi sort of play more of a role, and I don't know what's going to happen with Gortat, but if everyone can just play a part in, and let Robert Williams develop at his own pace and not expect too much, then I would say there is a chance. But you have to understand, he is limited. He has yes. zero, he has zero shot right now. They, like there is When yeah. you talk about the pick and roll, everyone – Forgets that a lot of Big's ability, at least the high quality ones, are the ability to pick and pop and hit the jumper. Dude, and that probably compares dude, dude, to Adam, 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 the third big right now is Jason Smith. So you said there's four players. Who's the next one in the mix for the Wizards? Well, yeah, I, I will just finish up by saying that, I mean, there is no shooting ability. I mean, he struggles from even the free throw line. So he's going to need to work on the shot. There's also motor issues, which is yeah. a big concern for yeah. me in terms so of this his is the, level. This is, this is the Javelle comparison. I didn't compare him to Javelle. It's just when, when you go over everything, you can see some traits that might remind you. In terms of his game, no, nah, I didn't compare him to Javelle. But just in terms of when I say the athleticism, but the awareness and motor issues. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that's automatically what pops into any Wizards fan's mind, at least what I would assume. So, yeah, I mean, that's got to scare you. But who knows what the work ethic, how that'll go. And that's when you have to say, can the Wizards develop guys? Yeah. And that there are question marks about that. So, you ha- so if they're going to pick him, you have to be okay with them not expecting too much right away. And you have to be okay with trusting that the people in the organization who are trusted to develop these guys – will be able to because it is trust. He is very raw still. So who's next? Who's next? I said there's you said there's four. Who else would be in the mix do you think we should talk about? 
Um, I would say the next is going to be Zaire Smith. And I mean, so, so it, tell the people his measurements, where he's from, his position, everything. Yeah, I mean, Zaire Smith, I think he was he measuring like six, four, maybe like a little six, three or something without shoes. Um, but I mean, that position, is, position, position, where he's from. His position, he would probably he would likely start out as a backup shooting guard. But I think his athleticism would would allow him to just be a combo guard. And he was even guarding fours in college just because Texas Tech, thing- Texas Tech. Exactly, Texas Tech. The thing you have to like about him most, and hold on, I'm, I'm gonna, I can find his um in terms of his exact measurements. Um, Zaire Smith. Here we go. All right, Zaire Smith, six four, one ninety nine. I mean, he can jump out of the building. He is physical, like there's just the physicality. I can't emphasize enough the competitive nature. I love that. When I was talking about how motor and effort and competitiveness focus on that a lot, when I evaluate guys, I will overvalue it even if possible on purpose. Zaire Smith will compete with anyone, and, and you gotta love that on defense, especially. He will lock. He looks like he enjoys playing defense. He embraces it, which is something that. That's where the NBA is coming to with these three and D guys, but some of them they they will can you shoot. Can, can he shoot? Uh, no. no, he can't shoot. He can't shoot at all. That is a huge work in progress. Can he, he can can he finish the on the break with John Wall? I mean, he can finish on the break. Absolutely, you give yep. him space. The athleticism takes over in terms of the ball handling. I mean, I mean, the dribble gets gets too high, gets too loose, and he's not able to really get by anyone. Now he's not able to create his own. He is high IQ. Yep. That's that's something to keep in mind. He he will almost overpass because he understands exactly where his offensive game is. I mean, with all these guys, like, I mean, Nick Young, at a certain point, when, when uh, he came to the Wizards, so, everyone knew he needed so to develop, would, but he would, didn't you, know. You would see him as like a Bradley Beal backup, maybe playing with Bradley Beal and Wall at the end of the games if they're all doing well, but definitely like a, a shooting guard wing backup. Yeah, I mean, down the line, you you would uh, you you would hope he can be more than that. You would hope he can yeah. develop his offensive game yeah. enough to be like a uh, a high a much higher level. Uh, was it Roberson on yeah. Oklahoma City? He's yeah. a defensive oh, stopper. Shit. Right now, that you can rely on. That he is he will he embraces the role of just shutting down anyone in front of him. Little guys, wings, all of them on switches. He has an ability to to do these things with length through athleticism. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, the, the athleticism is, is not a question. The desire is not a question. The ability and the potential is not a question. And then high I IQ, mean, high IQ, you were saying as well. Yeah, and, and it's it's not – I mean, yes, the high IQ, but it's also just the self-awareness he has, yeah. which is what I was starting to say Nick Young didn't. Everyone oh, knew Nick oh, Young needed to develop except for Nick Young. So Zaire Smith understands he needs to develop, and the meteoric rise well, – What do you I mean, mean like, team, like something, team concepts? You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so, so I mean the meteoric rise, he, he was like outside the top 200 high oh. school rankings. I mean I don't take those too seriously, but I mean he was totally off the radar, and by the – and he, he came in and he just he was impossible to keep on the bench for uh, Texas well, 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 Texas Tech. Like Beal and Wall, their defense they can be hit or miss, but there but there's so much pressure on them for offensively that it's really sometimes really hard for me to criticize them defensively. Like even though I will, like well, ball watches too much or Beal sometimes should be more engaged. It reminds me of when, you know, in the last couple of years, even though it's different because they're younger, it's like you know, he he's seen the playoffs where like LeBron like is just like taking plays off because he's playing like forty five minutes, and so Otto will be on a guy. Now Otto can do these things, but sometimes Otto isn't as strong. Well, how about Ubre? So we'd have Ubre come in, but Ubre would have hustle. Sometimes he would be overexhausted, but he get in foul trouble, and he was like long, but like not strong, and they sucked at angles. Let's get Juan Beal a breather by like or, or even. Auto by throwing the the rookie on the best player on the wing, and this could be this guy. Yeah, I mean, just the fact that the, I mean, the defense is there, the self awareness is there, and exactly what you were saying in terms of how Wall and Beal. I'm not. I, I wouldn't say they took plays off, but they had to conserve their energy oh, because yeah. whenever they went out, other teams would just go on an immediate run. The Wizards could be up by 25. They right. would go out, and immediately it would be like a three point game. And then at the end of games, the the legs. I yeah. think it had an effect because I was talking to you the other day, and we and we both agreed the year before 
it didn't happen like that at the end of games. And that was because, I mean, the bench wasn't amazing, but it was at least more reliable. They they don't have a a Trevor Ariza, right? They don't have like this. They don't have a third guy who can really create off the bounce, which is what I'll get to with uh, the next guy I'll talk about. Yeah, give it it to me unless you have another point. but yeah, yeah, I mean, I'll say Z- Zaire Smith, I mean, the potential is just so crazy and nothing about his game shows or makes you think that it can't improve as long as, again, this is where you have to trust the wizard system, which uh, I understand why it would be tough for some to do. Uh, if you believe you can be doing that, and also, do they need to win now? Or can, is it, can they kind of still compete while he's developing and then uh, i mean how much longer is ball going to be in his prime i mean all these stuff well, well, it's a, it's a, it's a, which is just something to- well it's a longer conversation because i'm higher on scott brooks's development than others because i think it's one of his strengths because randy whitman was god awful at development so scott brooks just like better than randy whitman so i should give him accolades because Randy Wicker was so terrible, or Scott Brooks actually good at this. Tomas got better. Ubre got better. Otto got better. Buell got better. Well, that's because Whitman maybe was just so bad and no one was developed. Because my point is, is like, I don't know, right? It could go either way, is my point. Yeah, I mean, and also, I don't know, you would know much, much more what goes on behind the scenes. I don't know if it's the head coach. I mean, I don't know if they maybe well, the new staff, development guys. The staff and stuff, yeah, it's the system. Yeah, I, I mean, so head coaches may bring in different development guys. I'm not saying that happened. Again, you would know that more than me, but, but I, just to put it on the head coach, well, I would agree that could have played a part. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of gray areas there. Now, give me your third guy. Who's the next one here? All right, the next guy is going to be Lonnie Walker. Oh, yeah. And uh, tell the people I, I, his position, where he's from, everything. I mean, Lo- Lonnie Walker. Actually, I mean, again, actually, actually there are, uh, George Mason fans uh, know exactly uh, where he's from. He's from Miami. Uh, continue. <laughs> little, uh, little, little, little Laranega. Little Laranega. Keep going. <laughs> Correct? I actually don't know. What, what exactly? No, George Mason's coach, Laranega, is the coach. Oh, 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 yeah. yeah. He actually yeah, – yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's like, there's like two George Mason fans that are listening to this. But continue. Uh, it's yeah, DMV, he, he, man. It's DMV. Yeah, he moved to Miami, and he's around a lot more um, Latinos. And all yeah. of a sudden, he added an Enya in his name. So it, oh, it's really? actually supposed to be pronounced Laraniaga now. Oh, really? Oh, just, oh, really? really? Am I wrong? Is that nigga? No, you, you are ne- – I will not say you're wrong because I think okay. it is – the. that's why I said it's so funny that, that he did it just to kind of – I don't know if he did it. I mean what's he has son? some what's sort his, of what's his heritage, what's, but what's it's his, just funny. Tell the people about him. He is a uh, 6'5", shooting guard, freshman, and I think that he's legit. Tell the people. Yeah, it. You know, anyone from the DMV area, I mean, I've been all about Chris Like, yeah. so uh, yeah. oh, he, he oh, is no, basically no, a walking no, highlight. Oh, oh, um, no, but, no, uh, I, know, I know about Chris Like, too, but I don't want to tell people. Keep going. Let's talk about him. Yeah, that was just a quick thing. Um, yeah, I mean, Lonnie Walker, he looks the part. Lonnie Walker absolutely looks the part. And then the three of these guys that I've talked about, they all look the part. So, I mean, the three similarities or the similarity between all three guys is how they all – Really, you can see the potential at times, but there's also reasons that you would think, should we draft a guy just for upside? I mean, there's obviously what's the reverse of that. But Lonnie Walker, he offers glimpses of ability that just makes NBA scouts salivate. I mean, he is six four and a half, one ninety six. 196. The athleticism is there. I mean, just in terms of what I was saying before, he with, does stuff on the he does stuff on the break that you just can't teach, right? Like it's just yeah, just but natural. but I think on the break. I mean, we keep talking about on the break, but I think it's half court where half court you just too? need three guys that you need three guys who can create their own because that whoa, was the whoa, big whoa, issue. Whoa, whoa, let me interrupt. Like when you say athleticism, like to me, sometimes athleticism is just like. Three on two, two on one, and you just get the ball and you just do this move, right? More so than like you trying to go through like three guys and do some double pump shit, which I guess is fine, but like, to me, sometimes pure athleticism is just these moves that sometimes you just can't teach. You're saying like he's able to do certain things like in the half court and in transition. 
Yeah, I mean, he shows that he shows that ability. I mean, transition ab- absolutely half court that that's going to be a work in progress. And same thing I saw with Robert Williams, where it just seems like I wouldn't say the motor as much, but the he has some awareness issues. The shot is the shot looks beautiful. I mean, the the form oh. on the shot. I mean, the, he can that, shoot. He can that, shoot. He he can shoot, but it's still. It, it it goes on and off. I'd like if he was a better catch and shoot guy, yeah. but just the, again, the fact that he can create off the dribble, that's what the Wizards were lacking besides the two main guys in Wall. Well, especially and well, especially on the second unit, right? I mean, that's where. But also, the two things that he needs to do: catch that pass in the corner, shoot the three, defend, switch, finish on the break, and then be able to create off the dribble on the second unit. Right? Yeah. Like, get his own shot on second unit. When the shot clock's going down at 24 seconds in the NBA, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I will say he, he also is an inconsistent finisher at the rim, so hopefully that improves. I think he needs to embrace contact a little more, which yeah. I don't know if you can teach. Hopefully he can. So I think they he needs to get a lot stronger. Well, how, about his fra- they, but, how about his frame? He's fucking 19 or 18, right? <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, so some guys embrace physicality. I mean, that's just who they are. Some guys aren't. I'm not. Ooh. Maybe it can be developed. Ooh. Maybe it can't. I'm not saying yes Ooh. or no. But it's just something worth noticing. There's so many things to like with him, and just in terms of how there aren't that many guys in this draft who can come in and just get buckets. Buckets. Lonnie Walker. Right? Lonnie, Lonnie Walker. Yeah, Lonnie Walker second has unit, that Second potential. unit. Second unit. He can get a bucket. Yeah, I mean the old the old school. What was it? Um, Vinnie Johnson microwave. I mean, we need yeah. some microwave guys who can come off the bench and just get buckets. It's and, Yamihimi, Jason Smith. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, Ty I Lawson I think, and Lonnie Walker. And I was thinking of using. Bucket, uh, right? I was thinking of using uh, Yamihimi at point guard a little yeah, more. Yeah, obviously. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and Jody Meeks, by the way. Give me number four. Well, well, I mean, I, I hadn't really gotten too. I, 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 I know. Give me one point with Lonnie Walker. I'm just trying to keep it going, you know. That's fine. Um, Lonnie Walker, I, I would say the the feel needs some work, but the potential is there. You would just like to see when he doesn't have the ball. How involved is he? Yeah. I mean, the same thing with his off ball defense, but he understands that. Really good kid. Hard worker, and he wants to get better. He oh, did get better well, towards good. the end that's of the good. season. His season was up and down, as many freshmen are. But I mean, the athleticism there. Oh, that, that, shit, that dude! Team. Let me interrupt. Miami was like what number two or three in the nation and undefeated, and they kind of like tanked a little bit, right? Correct. Well, I mean, that was really early on in the year. No, no, I, mean, no, they, I mean, they they were up and down. Um, I mean, and Bruce Brown, their leader, he uh, he got hurt, so they didn't, yeah. so they yeah, left him. But, but I, I mean, mean that's like, important for a team of uh, young yeah. guys going through things and reacting and adjusting and getting used to it. Like I remember when Bruce Brown went out first game, Lonnie Walker had 26, but then um, defense is adjusted and he struggled. Then he would, he would kind of jump back up. Then he, he would fall. So it's just the natural path for a young kid. And again, it's going to be trusting the development, but he does have potential. It's just the awareness and other issues would have me concerned with a little red flag or not little, but just a red flag. Who's your next one? Let's keep going. Uh, all right, the final one, totally different type of guy. I mean, oh, yeah. I've seen him. I, 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 I don't I, know I, how many he's been mocked to, but I have seen the name with, coinciding with the Wizards is Troy Brown. And Troy Brown, as much as I look into these guys, he is going to be a guy who I wouldn't actually limit him to one position. Troy Brown, I mean, his, his measurables are 6'6", six, six, almost 6'7", six, 208". Um, and he's the son of Mike Brown, and basically what he does is tough to, to look at stats and see. It's tough to just look at measurables and see. It's tough to just look at quick highlight tapes and see. What he brings is just a ton of intangibles. And when we're thinking about, hey, he could be a 3 and D guy, he has those measurables. That's not exactly what he is now, not even close, because his shot needs a ton of work. Um, and his create his creative ability, um, he lacks there. But everything he's a great passer. He is smart. He is basically the intangibles, everything, all the little things. And with the Wizards locker room, I don't know if you would say there are issues, but I think it could add. It it could use some guys like Troy Brown. Just 
guys who are going to lead by example, lead in terms of what they can offer uh, vocally. Uh, I mean, he has the measurables, but just in terms of what he'll provide on the court with chemistry, okay, okay, ready, I think it really ready, help ready, ready, can, no, no, no. can he shoot? No, that's what I just said. He can't shoot. He can't um, shoot. No, so he's so not. No, no, none of these guys can shoot yet. Lonnie, Lonnie Walker can shoot. I mean, it's it's on and off. No, Robert Williams is nothing. Um, he has no range. So Troy Brown, can he switch? Can he guard the wings? Like, can he? He has upside. He's smart because his dad's the motherfucking Mike Brown, who I don't know is assistant coach for uh, I don't know the Warriors last two years or three years for titles, and then he also uh, coached coached uh, you know this guy named LeBron James. So he obviously should know what to do on the court, but you're telling me he also has crazy athletic ability and is fundamentally sound. It would be uh, an asset to the Wizards. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't say he has crazy athletic ability, but he would absolutely be an asset. Yes. In terms of the coach's son, I, 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 the only thing, the stock I put in that is with coach's sons, nothing is ever too big for him. When they come into yeah. any situation, nothing's too big. In terms of how their skill level, I really don't attribute much of any skill level to being a coach's son. It's just they can handle themselves in any situation, which I think would absolutely apply to a guy like Troy Brown. I would say his off-ball defense. Do, um, do, do you think some- Troy Brown's going to be in awe about guarding anyone in the NBA? No. Right? Yeah, a lot of a lot of these sons of professional athletes, you could attribute that to. I mean, even like a Donovan Mitchell, whose father I believe was a professional baseball player. I mean, he understood oh, yeah. how big it was matching up against some of these stars, but it was never something that he would let affect his mental mindset because he belongs there. And that's I mean, just. I mean, I mean, I mean, let me ask, who's the best baseball player you've ever seen in your whole entire life, ever? Best baseball player, period. Not in the past, like since you've been alive till now. Who's the best baseball player you've ever seen in your whole entire life? Like, you experienced. Well, there's two categories for that. There's pitcher and then... Um, okay, okay, okay. So, hitter. Hitter. Barry Bonds. Okay, for sure. And his dad was... <laughs> yeah, there we go. All right. And then, he, I mean, he would be an asshole to ask who, what you think the pitcher is. Uh, Greg Maddox. I don't think his... Actually, I have no idea who his father was, so I don't know about that. Uh, actually, Actually... I have to think. Like Clemens and Randy Johnson come to mind more than Greg Maddox, but yeah, I think Greg Maddox. Maybe I mean, they more. were dominating. It's just yeah. the best you're asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. just, just no, but Bonds, but Bonds, right? And I feel like Bonds is shit. Like set aside all steroids is about the whole point you're just talking about, right? Or yeah, looking like, pre steroids. Yeah, been growing up in a clubhouse. It's just like this is how it is. It doesn't make him better, but when the guy is actually good, is what you're trying to explain to me. I think there's a there's a benefit added, right? Yeah, and, and I will say that this is something that I understand why it could be taken with a grain of salt. To be honest, I took it with a grain of salt when, when I first heard until I started hearing it more, until I started hearing it nonstop. When – with, the, with these workouts, I mean it's just – Oh, oh yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, okay. Go, go, for the, go, go for the rail. Okay. Give, give, the people, give the people yeah. something. I mean I don't care what, what chairs they're scoring over or any of that, but Troy Brown, from what I've heard – just in terms of the way he conducted himself and the way he interacted and his leadership when he played with other guys, I've never heard anyone in my life talked about like that. And it's just – it seems odd at first. I mean there is a beat writer reported that and I'm like I've never heard anyone give such effusive praise from Whoa, a workout. No, no. I'm, I'm just talking about how he handled himself just as – like just what he brings to the table outside of just on-court skill. And again, I think that might be – Something the Wizards could use in terms of chemistry, cohesion, yeah, in, in terms of these guys giving a, f- a few yeah, praise yeah. about what he brought to the table, gotcha. um, like non-basketball wise. And I'm like, it doesn't make sense, but yes, I, kept seeing, yes. I kept seeing it. And if you keep seeing it, it makes you look into it more. It doesn't mean you have to believe it. And as someone who thinks a lot of these narratives are just beyond stupid yes. and I don't care about them, like it took a lot for me to be convinced of a guy that I don't see anything wild about his shooting ability and his athleticism. I don't see that, but I think with the Wiz specifically and what they are right now, I think he could be very, very good for the team culture. People are going to fall, right? These agents lie. What player, players or players, 
potentially that currently are ranked above 15 that could fall to the Wizards that you think that they should potentially potentially draft? Well, I, I will say that you know people that people that are ranked like 10th or 11th. Right? I understand. Um, we talked the other day. Yeah. And you were you were looking at a mock which uh, which I think um, it may address that it, to be correct. We keep going. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't want to say. I mean, some of their stuff it's just wild to me. But one thing they did have that you were like, "What do you think?" And I repeated back like, "Either they're crazy for for having it, or you're crazy for believing it." It was Miles Bridges dropping to the Wizards. And I don't know who's saying what, but recently I've seen him getting closer and closer to the Wizards to the point where it's not yeah. crazy. Oh, no, now, no, no. Can I real quick? I, I saw today after my conversation, like me and your conversation was private, and I was on Wizard Twitter. Uh, I saw a couple of tweets, man. And, uh, oh. and, and guess, guess what? Guess what I saw? The other bridges going up. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. Because like, the other bridges is all about Philly. The other bridges is falling. Look, I mean, if guys like, let's say, Zaire, Zaire Smith, uh, Kevin Knox, Lonnie Walker, guys who have been continuously expected to go behind Miles Bridges, it like... But let's it, interrupt. It, let's interrupt. Like, you... <laughs> you the, no, 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 I'm sorry. Keep going. Like, like, <laughs> like, 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 Miles Bridges is not going 15. I, I didn't think so. And again, this is why... Oh, oh, I, oh, I, oh I, you I, changed I, your mind. You changed your mind. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Keep going. No, it's not a matter of changing my mind. It's just I, you. I, in terms of looking at these mock drafts, I don't know how they're done. Some people do them based on sources of where they might go, based on what they're hearing. Others chatter, do it as the, the, chatter, the, the players right. they think where they should go certain places. Some people just do it team fits. So you never know. But like Sam Vecini, who I really respect, he's for the athletic. His mock drafts, his most recent one. He, I know he gets valid information from NBA front office guys. He has him going to Denver at 14, and I have to take that seriously no matter what I believe. I mean, I, of course, I don't believe he should drop to Denver at 14, but who cares what I believe if he's that close? Okay, that's let's, crazy. Let's, let's, let's reverse this. Let's put our GM hat on. Death, taxes, and uh, Ernie Grunfeld. We, have, we haven't discussed him yet. Uh, you know, team president for life, forever. If Miles Bridges is really the dude we want, I mean, I guess it's past the Aaron White draft when they went up to get Kelly Oubre instead of just sitting there and waiting for, you know, Bobby Portis uh, and give up a second round pick who we haven't gave them to it. And like that decision is still up in the air. And Kelly ended up being okay, but Kelly was like very underachieving at Kansas and kind of slide. Because like me, have discussed that I think it's better for the Wizards to move back. But if there's any player that slides, and this is the question I want to ask you, is this the one? Like, what players that start sliding in the late round, like, like you know, 8, 9, 10, or 11, that the Wizards potentially can move up? Is is he one of them? I mean, I think there's guys that they are being, they're being hyped up so much for the ceiling that you also have to recognize they can drop because everyone's just thinking about the ceiling and you would you would hope that GMs could also recognize that you can't just base everything on ceiling. Certain teams it's maybe win now or develop. So guys like a uh like Isaiah Smith if a team does it can't wait around if they want to win now they they will pass on him even with his athletic ability just because you're going to have to wait a couple years to get the best he has um, a guy like Lonnie Walker. I can see why a team would draft him uh, high, but I could also totally understand oh, yeah. why he would drop. But like, if they want to move up, it is Miles Bridges from Michigan State the guy that maybe they should move up for? Because I feel like it is more so than Villanova. But I mean, I don't know what asset it takes to do that, and I think that he's probably going to be drafted six or seven anyway. So this this conversation is moot. But am I wrong or right? Look, I, I mean, in terms of where he should be drafted, I long ago accepted that GMs are crazy at, at some points, and they will not do what makes sense. I mean, I, I said Donovan Mitchell should have been a high, uh, high oh, pick. Oh, you did? And, oh, you did? You're on Donovan Mitchell? I don't know. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean Donovan Mitchell, like, oh, all, all, oh. all the guys that somehow shocked everyone, like I was – Hyping them. It's not rocket science. Of course, I'm going to be wrong on some guys, but uh, I mean, it's human, and these guys are human. Uh, is there anyone 
that they should reach at potentially without trading, like down. As someone that is like rated twenty twenty five ish, thirty ish, that you're like just take him at fifteen, right? If that's your guy, take him. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I will. I will say I don't care if run like about the respect um, for Grunfeld for going and getting his guy because. There was like I don't know what he was seeing in Ubre to make him oh, yeah. I know. jump I, up. I, I, I'm not. I, that's, that's not. I, I and that's not anything against Ubre. I still it's don't. Just, I still don't agree. With, I, still, I still don't agree with that deal. And and that's a Grunfeld move. He never makes the right move unless it's like a top three pick where there's no other option. So like there, it's never. So I wouldn't trust him. I would trade down. I mean I haven't said like this. Whoa, draft, whoa, whoa, I would whoa, trade whoa, down whoa, in terms of trading up. Uh, okay. It all depends can, on your can, mindset. Can, well, let me just ask you: Do they need to win right now? Can I real quick? Is that like, is like Bobby Portis hasn't panned out in a way where I can argue that like that's the pick I wanted? Is you don't know how he would have turned out in DC. Well, I mean, basically in terms of moving up, it's it's how what is, if you are one hundred percent convinced they need to win now, and if they don't start like winning huge right now, then it's all going to be blown up quick. Then yeah, I mean, sure, trade trade up and get who get the guy, but otherwise, for, from what I see. I don't think there's much of a difference from where the Wizards pick to much farther down. So I would see what I can get from anyone because I think there is value to be had. I mean, I, I, I can name plenty of guys where there's not so too we should, much. So we should trade down. Absolutely, that's what I would do. Okay. So I mean, unless some, unless Miles trade 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 down where? I, I would say trade down to somewhere near like twenty five. Yeah, and get an extra second round pick in a couple of years from now, right? And get your second. Well, I guy. mean, it's dangerous to ask for a second round pick because Ernie's just going to sell it. But I mean, no, I, oh, I would oh, oh, you, oh, you don't know. Oh, you haven't looked at our our our. You haven't looked at our our sheet. You haven't looked at our balance sheet. What? Oh, oh we owe some second round picks like a motherfucker, dude. We owe a couple. I know, but they're not used anyway. So no, no, I mean, no, 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 no. In the future, we we have we have like we have like. So I'm saying like just getting one to to go against like the fact that we got to pay one out in like 2019, 2020, potentially 2021. Like we have three second round picks that we owe. I don't get it, man. This shouldn't happen. You no, should no, no, no. Like currently, owed. currently we actually owe like. It's Three second round picks from from today. Look, my 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 honest analysis of Ernie Grunfeld is it's his job security is my life goal. Okay, my entire life goal okay. is his job security. Give me the value you think in the early second round there is when the next time the Wizards pick and like just some players that might fit with him. I mean, if you can if you can just let me go, mm-hmm. I will just name some categories yeah. and some players yeah. that fit. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. All right, so so basically, I mean, the Wizards. Let's let's say they get Rob Robert Williams, or yeah. they're going to be thinking of a three and D guy, or maybe a three and D guy. I mean, either way, I mean, I think that there's a bunch of needs. It's not just one. So in terms of three and D value, if they trade down, let's say the end of the first round. I mean, guys like Jacob Evans, Melvin Frazier. I'm I'm huge on both of them in terms of. Especially Melvin Frazier's, his athleticism is off the charts. Jacob Evans, his IQ and just his willingness to do whatever it takes. I think both of those are very undervalued three and D guys. Um, I would say you want buckets off the bench. Can can, Um, can, can I I, 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 real quick? We talked about how Robert Williams has worked out twice. Uh, Mo Wagner also has worked out twice by the Wizards. Like I have to mention that, like they brought him back for a second workout. I hope that's for the second, the second pick because he is not ranked number fifteen. Even though I like, I mean, I don't right care now. where he's ranked. He's just not. He's not good enough. No, no, be. but but the Wizards like literally like. I don't know. I mean, I don't him. care about like. I mean, that's just me. That's that's not. No, it, no, that's no, not no, anything I, I negative on how others think. I threw that out there. Keep going. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, in terms of working somebody out, not working somebody, out, I don't think it matters because you can see on tape what guys do. There's only a few guys I think are worth seeing because they were limited by the systems they were in. That you want to see more of what they can do in workouts. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, you you think about buckets off the bench. I mean, that's something where this uh, this draft is a little limited in terms of guys yeah. that can just just basically put, um, put them up. I mean, there's uh, – yeah, D- yeah. all right, so buckets off the bench. I mean, we're talking Dante DiVincenzo, yeah. Jerome, Ro- Jerome Robinson, Aaron Holiday, Kevin Herter. 
Um, so those oh, guys, they yeah. can score. Kevin Herter, I oh, I need to watch no, more because no, I don't see no, no. some of what other people see about him. In terms of off guys that can, if any, uh, if any Maryland fan is still listening to this podcast this long, like no, right? Like they would rather have take us the Wizards take the other dude, right, Jackson? No, than him. No, right? no. Uh, Kevin Herter, absolutely. I mean, he he's legit. Some people have him jump into the water. Um, so, but other guys, um, that I really like their offensive ability, um, and also their high IQ, I think are undervalued right now. Shake Milton, Landry yeah, Shamit, yeah. Gary Trent, and Vince Edwards. I mean, Vince Edwards, he's not even like listed so, some places until like mid second round. And I, and I think he could also speak to my, speak to my big, big 10 ism. Keep going. Yeah, I mean, Shake Milton, Landry Shamit, yeah, they're not uh, supreme athletes, but, I mean, they both can just knock it down from anywhere, and I think they have the potential to do no. a lot more than just shoot Gary Trent. I think the Duke system really oh. held him back. He can playmake a lot more than he should at Duke, and I think he has the ability to be much more than a 3 and D guy. I mean, he still needs work on the D, but also just he has the potential to be an absolute steal, in my opinion. Uh, the defense first guys I have are, I mean, Kenrick Williams, I think he is being highly underrated, possibly maybe because he went to TCU. I don't know, but I think he could be a steal in terms of just doing everything a team could want. I mean, he's not, he's not going to be an all-star, but I think he's everything you could want in a guy to just do everything uh defense first i mean there's raleigh alkins i think coming off his foot injury i think that hindered his uh, perimeter defense a little bit to the point where he could be value uh the guy you mentioned javon carter i i think it would be tough to get him off the court once he's on just because of how how much i would say him and melvin frazier they like playing oh. defense more than anyone I've seen. They embrace it. Bruce Brown is another one who was injured last oh. year who may be dropping because of that. Hamadi Diallo, just raw athleticism. His defense is it's, – it's a little tougher to say that these days just because of the range, the shooting range. Oh, yeah. Where a lockdown perimeter defender, I mean, it's – I would say the value is a little bit less, although it's still – that player would still have tons of value no matter yeah. what, but not quite what it used to. I would <laughs> say, like, super sleeper, like, uh, microwave guys, Trayvon yeah. Blewett. I mean, Alonzo Trier, there's many, many, many uh, n- things you could nitpick about his game, but, I mean, he, he can score. I mean, guys, you can just, like, they can knock it down. Shooters, uh, Svima Hailuk and Malik Newman, the two Kansas guys. Yeah. Grayson Allen, um, he, he can, if, if he can develop that shot, that's going to be his role. I would say that the wild cards, I mean, Jared Vanderbilt someone who I, I count motor as much as anything in terms of what I value the most. But, I mean, the, he's such a wild card because... He is. He has an injury history. He's injury prone. Plus, there is no shot to speak of. So he's everything I would like. But there's many reasons why I don't know if he could stay on a court. But the talent and just the motor and just the ability to make teammates better, I think he could add a ton. Uh, not guys who don't have maybe one highlighted skill, but can do everything. Alize Johnson, Yante Maton. I think they offer huge value in the second round. Uh, Gary Clark, Keenan Evans. I mean, Jordan McLaughlin is basically what I consider a value Aaron Holiday, who is going to be drafted somewhere around like possibly 20. When I consider Jordan McLaughlin, I don't know how much farther behind. I'm not even sure if McLaughlin's going to be drafted. And I think he'll, he'll be in the league, or at least possibly given the opportunity. So, so I think there's guys that, well, I wouldn't say there's a ton of superstars in this draft. I, the depth is just unbelievable. And uh, before we finish out, I, I, I did make a list just to be funny of like the most Ernie Grunfeldian. Yes, yes, yes. So, so, let's end right. with this. And and obviously this is going to leave some feeling raw, but I will say Robert Williams is there. Mitchell Robinson, he is just raw and athletic. He was a recruit to Western Kentucky, never played there. Super athletic. Nobody has any idea if he can play basketball. Zaire Smith. Kevin Herter would be a pick just because he's local. I feel like Grunfeld wants to get on the good side. Uh, Costas Antunacumpo, or Costas Antunacumpo, <laughs> just because he's honest. He's foreign, he's foreign, too. Yeah, I mean, Justin Jackson, he, he fits all three. He's raw, local, and athletic. Trevon DeVal, he's, he's raw and athletic. Anthony Simons, raw and athletic. So, I mean, these are the guys that, if you know any Grunfeld draft history, draft history of raw and athletic, I think those would be the most Ernie Grunfeldiest 
type of pick. So I think it's fine. Uh, do you think Jalen Brunson can fall? Oh. To 44? Yeah. No. No. I mean, uh, I, like, he's the guy that's being referred to as a sleeper. So, 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 um, so if they trade down, do you think they trade down and maybe get him? I don't know. Um, at the end of the, I mean, do you think – no. Like if he, like if you would have to, I mean, I, I don't know how you're supposed to trust the Wizards to develop like no. a backup point guard when like what, what I don't know what Sadoransky is going on there, but like they have a, I just don't, I wouldn't consider it. I'm not somebody who just drafts. I mean, it's a very different situation with DiVincenzo and Spellman because like uh, Spellman, he was uh, academically ineligible, then played one season. DiVincenzo, he also redshirted, uh, um, but I would say he developed more. I mean, a lot of people. Just saw the tournament and think he came out of nowhere. Not even close. I he was basically my sixth man of the year the whole year in, in really? college. Like he was far from all of a sudden. Like I saw some people compare him to Grayson Allen, who barely played for Duke um, during his freshman year. No, DiVincenzo was huge the whole year. I mean, he scored thirty-one against Michigan earlier in the year. I mean, he was constantly getting buckets off the bench and better defender on ball than people give him credit for. So I think um, with Spellman. Um, he does close out really well. The footwork might be still a concern on defense, but I would say he offers still potential. And I mean, Mo Wagner may at this point be a little more skilled in all, at the offensive end, but yeah, I think Spellman has more roll. potential at the defensive end. Pick and pack and pick and roll for sure. Yeah, I mean, Spellman, I, I I would have above Wagner, but I still wouldn't have either of them too high. But I would say Spellman has uh, more potential. Than Wagner. I mean, Chimezi Metu, I think if anyone was going to get the Clint Capella comparison, I think it could be him in terms of what he could, just his crazy athleticism, what, what he could do there. The, and the, just, the Kentucky dude? No. No, he's USC. USC. Oh, yeah, yeah. Keep going. Yeah, I mean, other guys, I mean, other bigs, I just. I don't know. I don't. I don't see it because either their yeah. style, they're not. They're not good enough to almost. Their style is out of date. I mean, a guy like Darrell Moore, who's huge. He's like seven two two eighty, but he can't. He's just not quick enough. I mean, Brandon McCoy. I, I just don't think he's quick enough for possesses that skill set. I mean, I mean, even a guy like Thomas Welch has more ability. He's he, he's probably the best mid range shooter of any big in the entire draft. Yeah. I mean, he's not gonna, but he won't even be drafted. Like. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's why a guy like Robert Williams is being touted so highly because he does have the foot speed, but then you have to understand there's no shot there. I mean, it's why like a guy like Wendell Carter, who he might not excel at anything, the fact that he's very good at everything, I think that's what makes him so tempting to many people. And I, I think a, a lot of so, so you either really value just pure athleticism. I mean, a guy like Josh Okoji, I don't see as high. He's he's not obviously a big. He's a three and D guy, but I don't I don't trust the shot. I mean, but then a guy like Kyrie Thomas, he does have the shot. He does have the intangibles. You wonder about his athleticism. So it's whatever you prioritize. One guy who I would not want to see the Wizards take, who I'm a little nervous about because I have seen him being mentioned more and more, is Kata Diop. Kate Bates Diop because Ohio State, if you oh, want to yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't understand how he's being valued more than a guy like Melvin Frazier. People are like, well, Melvin Frazier, he jumped his three point percentage, jumped in his junior year. I mean, Bates Diop couldn't really shoot. Um, he still couldn't, he's not a great shooter even in his senior year, so I don't know. So, I mean, I don't see what Manny do in Bates Diop. I would. One last take. Who should the Wizards take at fifteen? And tell me why. I mean, who who should if they have like number one tra- trade down? That's what I think they should do. But if they have to take a guy, if it's who I think should, in my opinion, it yeah. would be Troy, it would be Troy Brown. If I think it's who the Wizards will, and I can understand why, because it is kind of win now. It's going to be Robert Williams yeah. if he's around. Perfect. But I would trade down. Adam, this is great. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, go to uh, Half Smoke. We're going to have a, a draft party at 7th in Florida. Uh, listen to all our shit. And I uh, hope you love everything. And as always, go Wizards. Peace. The Anthony Melton steal the draft. Peace, mother effing out.
diamonds, I like stunning, I like shining, I like million dollar deals, where's my pen, bitch I'm signing, I like those Balenciagas, the ones that look like socks, I like going to the Tula, I put rocks all in my watch, I like sexes from my exes when they want a second chance, I like proving niggas wrong, I do what they say I can't, they call me Cardi, Cardi, banging body, spicy mommy, hot tamale, hotter than a Somali, burn, go, Hop up the stool, jump in the coop Big dip on top of the roof Flexing on bitches as hard as I can Eating halal, driving a lamb So that bitch, I'm sorry though Got my coins like Mario Yeah, they call me Cardi B I run this shit like Cardi Yo, Diamond district in the jack Some was 